Welcome to the Colonel Cast, the official podcast of the Curry College Athletics Department, a proud partner of your Curry College Colonels. This is episode five of the Colonel Cast. Welcome back. I am once again here with Chris and Clay. What's up? What's up? And we have the winners of each group in round one of the best of Curry Bracket. We will be revealing on this episode who is moving on to the second round and which competitors will be facing off against one another in round two. But first, we are going to get the ball rolling with another round of Guess the Sport. It's time to guess some of Curry's best. This is Guess the Sport. All right, I am ready for this. I hope you are. You're coming in six for nine overall through our first couple of rounds. A pretty good batting average, if you ask me. We've got a few more coming at you today. We'll see how you do. You ready? I'm more than ready. Born ready. All right, Chris, give them the first name. From the class of 94, Jennifer Blessing. Jennifer Blessing, 1994. Yeah, we actually said this yeah, name. We said this name on the, on the podcast. Oh, my goodness. In previous episodes, you've mentioned her name. Yes, we have. Okay, so that totally gives it away. Perfect. My guess, Jennifer Blessing, 1994. I feel like she was a very successful women's soccer player. Final answer. Well done. Correct. Wait, Very really? Good. Correct. I told you. Listen, if you want to put, pick me up on your team, just pick me up. I'm batting. What am I batting? Seven for ten now? Pretty <laughs> good batting. That's fine by me. All right, good start. Your second name. We're going all 90s athletes here. Oh, yeah. Class of vintage. 1991, Tracy Hennigan. Tracy Hennigan, 1991, Curry alum. Did she break any records here when she was at Curry? She did. She actually still holds a career record for the program she played for. She still holds it today. She does. Oh, that's a tough one. That's a long time. That's, a, what, 20 years, actually. Yeah, over. Wow. That doesn't give much help here. I'm going to go on a tangent here. I'm going to throw – I'm going to give her women's lacrosse. Final answer. It is not women's Incorrect. lacrosse. You've got the wrong season. Gosh, so, they, so it definitely wouldn't be softball. Right. And that's it. Um. Okay, I got this. Women's – basketball there you go right. yeah. you got it the second time around fine. can't That's give fine. you credit for it but she is the career rebounds leader for women really basketball, for women's basketball all yep. career that, what's that number do you know it she had 849 career rebounds that's impressive all right and your final athlete for today yep give it to me from the class of 1992 yep let's hear it it's ken mccomb ken mccomb that sounds pretty cool and this is sort of Sort of a trick question for you. Oh, yeah. So like go a... ahead and submit your guess. Ken McComb, class of 1992. Mm-hmm. Hall of Famer. Yes. Ooh. It sounds to me like Ken McComb from the class of 1992. You said it was a trick question. Yes. Hmm. I'm going to have to vote. I mean, he sounds like a baseball name. I'm going to have to vote baseball on this one. That is incorrect, but I need you to give another guess. Oh, so I have another guest. All right, that's fine. All right, that's fine. Was I in the right season? Sort of. What yeah, the heck? sort of. What? Sort of. Sort of. What, was there another sport back in the day that I didn't know about? Sort of. All right. Golf. Mm, no. No. But oh, there was no golf. There was no golf. I need you to submit another guest. Oh, my goodness. Is it a sport that's being played today? It is. Yes. All right. That's easy. Football. 
There you go. Thank there you, you go. You got one. You got one. Of three. Three sport athlete. Three sport athlete. Yeah. Oh, he wasn't one. He wasn't two. He was three. All right. Ken McComb played football. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Basketball. Basketball. Yeah. Not hockey. Lacrosse. And then yeah. lacrosse. Yeah. That's pretty impressive. That's a lot of practice. Yeah. Wow. So he <laughs> plays in every season. In every wow. season. That's yeah. a you don't long see that. career. You don't see yeah. that often. That's no, very, no wonder why he's in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Ken McComb. That's very awesome. We do have a lot of multi-sport athletes here, and even that is very impressive. But three sports, that is absolutely Holy impressive. Cow. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah, so I guess you're going to walk out of today going two for five. Not bad. That's not horrible. Bat and 400 <laughs> is still put you in the Hall of Fame. That'll take that. Absolutely. <laughs> Sweet. All righty, so we're going to move on here and get into the winners of round one of the Best of Curry Bracket. So I want to start us off here by giving a huge thank you to everyone who voted in round one. Through 11 days of voting, we received over 2,800 votes. Wow, almost 3,000. We were creeping up on 3,000 for a while there. So the group one winner. Clay, you want to let our listeners know who took group number uh, one? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, my pick did not win and go through the first round, but Paul's team did go through with group one being the 2019 volleyball season. They had 65.4% of the votes, winning by 183 voters. 183. Shout Wide out to margin. Wide margin. A little bit of a blowout there. I, I saw on social that everyone was voting every day on, on every social platform, Absolutely. so shout out to 2019 volleyball all right let's keep going with group number two all right the group number two winner here not much of a surprise chris's pick here with jack valerie's coaching career let's go 39. this was a close one a very very deserving competitor who will be moving on to round two won by just seven votes yeah it's a landslide <laughs> in lazar's freshman season I'm glad he pulled through but we've got to help him Get some more in the second round. Yeah. Let's go. That was tight. All right. Into group three. Who did we have? Uh, the group three winner was the 2008 men's soccer season, which was Clay's pick. Thank you. Yep. 49.3% uh, of the vote and won by 55 votes. Oh, wow. Yeah. Absolutely. Another pretty solid victory yep. there. And group four, which had the most votes out of any of the eight groups, that group alone received 679 votes. Chris, who took it? Oh, my it? gosh. Now, the 2019 cheerleading national champion. National champs. Wow, yeah. Let's go. 60.5% yeah. of the votes and won by a whopping 205 votes. Wow. Won by over 200 votes. And that, I mean, this was a very interesting group to watch and follow. The second place competitor in this group was the 2019 women's soccer match against Roger Williams. Women's soccer received over 200 votes. Wow. They received the fourth most votes out of all 24 moments, but they're not going to be moving on to round <sighs> wow, two. Wow, that's a very that's competitive group. Right very there. tough. All right, in group five, with almost 46% of the votes, they won by just 36 total votes. It's the 1991 conference champion women's soccer team. Yeah, it's a great win right there for you, Paul. They pulled out the win 36 votes ahead of Chris and 38 ahead wow. of you. Wow, tight. Very tight group there. In group six, there was really no surprise here. They pulled away with it near the end. It's the 2019-20 women's ice hockey team. 
Just about 56% of the votes, one by 63 total votes. Wow. Got a couple more here. Clay, why don't you keep us going? All right, group number seven here. The winner, Emily Irwin's career, which was my personal draft pick. Oh, my goodness, was it close. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Very close. With 41% of the votes, Emily Irwin's career won by just two votes. Two, two votes. votes? Over whose pick? That would be mine. <laughs> yep. Over 11 days of voting. Yep. She won by two votes. Thank you. No Thank kidding. Thank you. All right, we've got one more here. Who else? Who is the last competitor moving on to round two? For the final group winner here in group number eight, we have the 2015 baseball team, who was Chris's pick. The CCC champions. Yep, 58, 58.5% of the votes, and they won by a total of 80 votes. Yeah, so a little bit of a slow start, but they came on strong wow. to advance. That's awesome. All right, so we are going to let you guys know the matchups for round two, which competitors will be going head-to-head -head a little bit later on. But first, we're going to jump into our Welcome Home Colonels segment. Okay, today we are giving a warm welcome home all the way from Hopewell Junction, New York, on the men's lacrosse team. Welcome home, Stephen Stackhouse. Welcome. Welcome, Stephen. Welcome Let's Steven. go. Men's lacrosse. All right, so we are going to jump right from one segment into another. Let's check out what's happening around pro sports. Here is your weekly update on professional sports. To kick off what's happening in pro sports, the NBA Conference Finals are in full swing, starting off with the Boston Celtics against the Miami Heat in the bubble. The Boston Celtics are trailing two games to one with game four happening on Wednesday. Mm -hmm. And I really, really hope that the Celtics win this yeah, game. Yeah, this let's is, even I like, it up. I think like it's a must it win. It's definitely a must win game for the Boston Celtics, the three seed over the five seed. I don't know. It's the young shooters. It's Bam Adebayo just going off, and I, I don't know how to feel about the series, but hopefully we pull out a win on Wednesday. Yeah, I mean, I think you said it last week, Clay. You were hoping the Celtics pull this out in six. It's still technically possible. It could <laughs> yeah, still happen. They're going to have to win out. three games in a row here. Really four, because yeah. they just took game three, but – They've shown that they're able to do it. Absolutely. They've had at least a 14-point lead at some point in each of the first three games. Yeah, that's tough. But they've they had some win. trouble closing. Yeah, um, yeah absolutely. But they, they have the ability to really close mm -hmm. out this series if they keep their heads mm -hmm. in it and really just keep pushing mm -hmm. through all 48 minutes, absolutely. which we've really only seen once so far in this series. I believe that if the Miami Heat take game four here, I just don't see us coming back from a 3-1 deficit. The Miami Heat are a very offensive-minded team, which is going to be very tough to get around if we're down three games to one. Yeah, I mean, at least going into the series, I would have agreed with you that Miami is one of those teams that's going to really just try and outscore you. I mean, obviously, that's the point of a basketball game, yeah. but I mean, like, they're, they're not really going to kill you on the defensive end, but absolutely, they've been playing very good defensive basketball through three games. And mind you, no one expected this. No one expected the Miami oh, yeah, to be... No. The one seed Milwaukee box right. and the number uh, potentially the number three seed. Yeah. yeah. Um, what you were saying about if the Heat take game four, I wouldn't necessarily be ready to put the nail in the coffin there if the Celtics are down 3-1. It's kind of close, though. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they, they really only have one game to work with there. But this is the, the Celtics team. This is a very young team that can surprise people, even if they're down 3-1. to one. I, I wouldn't be losing all hope mm -hmm. if they have to face that deficit, which I hope they don't. I mm -hmm. hope they even it up. And moving over to the Western Conference Finals, the Los Angeles Lakers take a staggering 2-0 lead over the three-seed Denver Nuggets. 
very upset about this. You know I've been <laughs> on the Denver Nuggets boat since oh, yeah. who knows how long. Mm-hmm. I think Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic are taking this team on their back, and they're going full force. I really would like to see them come back tonight, which is Tuesday, making it a two-to-one series here. I would love to see it happen. Yeah, I mean, Nuggets fans can find hope in the fact that they haven't been blown out through the first two games. I mean, it took a buzzer beater from Anthony Davis to win game two. Exactly, right. It was a great, it was a well-fought game. Yeah, it's been close. But as opposed to what I was saying in the Eastern Conference Final, I would say that if the Lakers take the next game here, I think we can pretty much put a pin in that one. 3-0 is tough. 3-0 is even tougher to come back. But... But there's always a but, Paul and Chris. 3-1 twice. They've came back mm-hmm. from a 3-1 yeah, deficit yeah, twice. twice. Yeah. But I, w- I would argue that that makes it more imperative that they take game three. Absolutely. And not waste any time. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. it, it's already game three and they mm-hmm. haven't won a game yet. So they, they can't waste any more time. They've got to get at least one win. And I'm sure, I mean, the, the, the history is great to look at mm-hmm. and have something great to look back at. But they don't want to be down 3-1. They, no. want, to, they want to win some games here, hopefully even up this series at two. So they've got to win some games. So let's hope to see. I would love to see the number three seed, Denver Nuggets, beat the one seed. So let's find out tonight if the Denver Nuggets will win game three. So that does it for the Western Conference Finals. And let's hope to see if the Denver Nuggets can pull it off. The NFL saw a very exciting week two. Tom Brady got his first win in a Tampa Bay uniform. The Raiders pulled out an upset over the Saints last night on Monday Night Football. The 49ers came away with a pretty decisive victory over the Jets, 31-13, to but it cost them a lot to get there. Mm-hmm. They oh, lost yeah. Garoppolo, Mostert, yeah. Nick Bosa, Bosa. ACL. Solomon Thomas. Mm-hmm. So it was good to get their first win out of the way against a team they definitely should have beaten, and they've got another one of those matchups next week. They're traveling to the Giants. So it is a road game. We'll see – how many, if any, of those players are able to go? We know Bosa won't be there. No, he's out for the season. I really don't think Garoppolo or Mostert will be healthy by that point. But so You know who won't be there? Saquon Barkley. Barkley won't yeah. be there either. Another torn ACL. The Giants got hit hard. I believe I heard Schefter saying there were seven torn ACLs in week two. That is horrible. So we'll, we'll see if the NFL ever goes through another season without a preseason. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, there were... Obviously, several other exciting games this week. The Atlanta Falcons had a lead, and then they didn't. (laughs) Very quickly. (laughs) The Dallas Cowboys came all the way back on the Falcons to win it 40-39. to Greg Zerline hit a game-winning field goal as time expires after already kicking a successful onside kick. And if I read this correctly, this was the Falcons' biggest blown lead since Super Bowl 51. 28 to 3. 28 to 3. Adding insult to injury there. That's just awful. The Bills came away with a close victory over division foe Miami. That one was 31 to 28. Another three-point victory. Steven Goskowski hit another game winner for the Titans. Had a really, really rough start to the year. Very. Last week in week one, missing his first four field goal attempts. But He's been the hero twice for them, if you want to put that label on it. Um, but the Titans are 2-0, and thanks largely in part to Goskowski's late game field goals. The Chargers brought the Chiefs to overtime. It was, man, it was a close one. Mm-hmm. I was mostly rooting for the Chargers all the way. I would have been rooting for the Chargers all the way if Harrison Butker weren't on my fantasy team. <laughs> we got to overtime, and I'm like, man, I really want the Chargers to win this game. 
but I would really love Harrison Butker to kick a 50-yard field goal here. <laughs> but, hey, how about the quarterback out of Oregon, Justin Herbert, coming in to essentially save the day? Absolutely. Yeah. Rod Taylor, game-time scratch, couldn't quite make it. But Herbert almost came away with a victory in his NFL debut. Against the Chiefs. Against the Chiefs, yeah. yeah. Reigning Super Against, Bowl champs. Yeah. The reigning Super Bowl champs, a division rival. And the Chargers sure made Butker work for that kick, too. He wound up hitting it from 50-plus three, three times, times in a row. Because he hit insane. <laughs> right, yeah. I mean, he's, he's one of, if not the only kickers in the league who can do that. He hit from 53, but the, the play got called back for a false start. So pushed him back even further. 58. <laughs> went back to 58, hit it from there. But the play didn't count because the Chargers snuck a timeout in there to try to ice him. And then on the play that actually counted, he hit it again, sent the Chiefs away with a victory, and they're now 2-0. No surprise there. And then Sunday night, I don't want to talk about this one. I would consider it. <laughs> Sunday night, the Seahawks came away with a victory over the New England Patriots. It was a closer game than I thought it would be. Going into this one, I had the Seahawks winning it. When Russell Wilson hit Chris Carson in the back of the end zone to put the Seahawks up 12 after the extra point, of course, that was pretty much what I was expecting to see. I'm like, okay, up by 12, under five minutes left. I really don't expect to see much of a comeback here, but Cam had other ideas. He marched him down the field. He ran it in to cut it to a one-score game. And then with about two minutes left, it might have actually been at the two-minute warning, uh, Belichick decided to kick it away and trust his defense. I wasn't sure about that decision. I, I thought they were going to go onside there. But with three timeouts, you really can't fault them. Mm -hmm. And the defense held. Yeah. So it wound up being a really good decision. It was a three and out, got the punt. And then again, with under two minutes left, we saw Cam march down the field. And the Seahawks defense looked really bad on that Absolutely, drive. yeah. They looked kind of like rattled. They looked kind of fatigued off the get-go. And it was a very impressive drive for Cam no matter what. Yeah, I was sort of getting on my nerves how the broadcast was really trying to make a story out of Jamal Adams being a former member of the AFC East, and now he's playing for the Seahawks. It was like any time he made a tackle or partially influenced a play at all, they had to pull up a replay and yeah. highlight where Jamal Adams yeah, yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. But I really felt that the biggest piece of that Seahawks defense through the majority of this game was Bruce Irvin. Yeah. And then as soon as he got hurt, and he was on the sidelines, yeah, you could tell the Patriots were driving. Absolutely. Yeah. They took advantage of it. Got down to the goal line with two seconds left. They decided to whip out a play. They had showed them about four or five times already. I don't know how I feel about that play mm -hmm. call, but I do think that was the first time they stopped it. So if you've got a play that the defense hasn't been able to stop, you go with what's working. Why fix it if it ain't broken? Absolutely. Right? So didn't work out. The Seahawks made a stand. Seahawks came away with the win, and they are 2-0. and So through two weeks – of the NFL season, we have 11 teams that are 2-0 and 11 teams that are 0-2. So what I'm going to ask you guys, tell me an 0-2 team that's going to make the playoffs. Chris, what do you got? Yeah, I think I'll go with the Texans. I mean, when you look at the AFC South, you get Tennessee at 2-0, uh, two teams at 1-1, and and they're 0-2. So hopefully they can rally and uh, sneak into a wild card spot or ch possibly challenge for the division. Yeah, I would agree that the 0-2 record that they've got right now is not a good indicator of their team as a whole because they've kicked off their season against the Chiefs and the Ravens, arguably yeah. <laughs> the two strongest teams in maybe all of football, definitely the AFC, maybe all of football. Um, but yeah, I think I agree with you. I believe it's going to be a close wildcard race between them, the Steelers, 
and the Bills. I do think the Patriots are going to squeak out the Eastern Division. I definitely think the Ravens are taking the North. The Texans could definitely fight to try and claw away at the Titans for the South, but I think it's going to be a three-way race for two wildcard spots between Houston, Pittsburgh, and Buffalo. Yeah, I like that. So my 0-2 team, you ready for my hot take? Sure. I think this team is going to win their division from the AFC North. No. The Cincinnati Bengals. <laughs> no way. I think they're going to win it. What, what do you go, Joey Burrow? As much as I love Lamar Jackson, I've been on the Lamar Jackson train since Louisville, but Joey Burrow, man. You've got the Bengals coming all the way back from the Steelers <laughs> and Ravens. They're only two games back right now. Through two weeks! That's plenty of time. Holy cow. All right, right, so let's see. We'll (laughs) we'll come back to this later. (laughs) Let's flip this question on its head and say, out of the 11 teams that are Mm 2-0, which one is not going to make the playoffs? It is obviously way too early for these predictions to actually mean anything. But who you got? I'm going to go with – I mean, so in the NFC North, the Bears and the Packers are tied with the lead for a 2-0 lead. I'm going to say the Packers. I feel like Aaron really? Rodgers is on the tip end of his career. They drafted Jordan Love out of Utah State for a reason in the first round. I think they kind of have an idea as to what they're looking for in the future. Mm-hmm. I feel like after this year, they're going to rebuild. I think Aaron Rodgers is on the tip end, and I would not be surprised if they don't make the playoffs this year. I don't know if I agree with you there, but Chris, who you got? I'm going to stick in the same division. I'm going to go with the Chicago Bears. I mean, their 2-0 start kind of surprised some people with – Mitchell Trubisky, and I think a ton of people were thinking that Nick Foles was going to win that job. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think ultimately the Packers are going to overtake them in the division, but I don't think Chicago is going to pull it out. Yeah, I'm going to take a step out of the division, but stay in the same conference and go with the pick that I really thought was the obvious pick here. Don't say it. Clay's not going to like don't it. Don't say it. Why? <laughs> Why do you do that? It's the Arizona Cardinals. Why? They beat the 49ers, a healthy 49ers, in week one. True. But they are playing in what I would qualify as the strongest division in football right now. They're playing amongst the Seahawks, Rams, and 49ers. They have five divisional games left. I don't see them winning any more mm-hmm. than one of those. As competitive as the NFC West is, I just see the Cardinals being the front runner. I know you do. But despite their week one win over the 49ers, I still believe the Cardinals are the weakest team in the West. And I'm not necessarily calling them a weak team period I just think they are the least likely to make the playoffs out of all four teams in that division and there is a chance that we see the division winner and then the next two teams in the west make the playoffs with the two wild yeah spots. I can see there's that. a chance there's a good chance and if that's the case I don't see the Cardinals making the leap over any one of the three other teams there in the West. All right. We'll see. I'm excited. We will see. Indeed. I'm going to prove you guys wrong. Okay. Let's take a step away from the NFL for this week and check out the NHL. We're full swing into the Stanley Cup final between the Dallas Stars and the Tampa Bay Lightning. Dallas took game one, four to one, but Tampa took game two by a final of three to two. Tampa came out firing. They scored all three goals in the first period, including two on the power play. Yeah, Kadobin looked real good in game one. I think he made 35 saves, but got behind early in game two, let in a couple power play goals, and the team just wasn't able to recover. Yeah, so with the series tied 1-1, game three will be tomorrow, Wednesday, the 23rd at 8 p.m. on NBCSN. And while we're on the topic of playoffs, the Major League Baseball playoffs are scheduled to begin on Tuesday, September 29th with the four American League wildcard series all having their first games 
of the best of three series that day. However, there are still 91 games to be played over the final six days of the regular season. Seven of the 16 playoff spots are accounted for, with the Dodgers, Rays, White Sox, Padres, A's, Twins, and Yankees all having secured a spot within the past week. However, just four teams are mathematically eliminated from playoff contention. So any team not named the Red Sox, Rangers, Diamondbacks, or Pirates still technically have a chance to squeeze their way into the postseason, even if that means having to, you know, beat the Dodgers twice in three games in the first round. (laughs) All teams look like they're actually going to play 60 games, which sure didn't look like it was going to happen early on. We're going to see a bunch of doubleheaders in the last week here. I mean, the Royals have eight games to play in the span of six days. The Cardinals have nine. Under normal circumstances, the most games you would typically see in a day is 15, since there are only 30 teams in MLB. But half of the remaining days have 16 or more games currently scheduled. Like tonight, which is Tuesday for us, there are 16 games on Friday when this releases. There's going to be 18 games. And then the following day on Saturday, that's another day where they've got 16 games. So right now it looks like the only thing that could prevent teams from getting to 60 would be like maybe if there's a double header between two teams that have already been eliminated, maybe they'll only play one. But even if that is the case, they could theoretically play two. So we might just see every team play 60 games as long as no last-minute positive cases pop up. And I just really, really hope we don't see that for reasons extending far beyond baseball. But just to see all of the players and coaches and their families stay healthy. All right, as we step away from pro sports here, I want to talk once again about Handshake, which is the new platform to search for jobs and internships and whatnot. You can see reviews from other students and alumni about employers and jobs, and you can upload your resume, which makes it a lot more likely that employers will actually reach out directly to you. You can access Handshake through your portal, and if you need help, as always, get in touch with Career Development, and they'll be able to answer all of your questions. Attention all Curry students, be sure to save the dates. The Curry College Flu Clinic is coming September 28th through October 2nd. The Flu Clinic is available to all faculty, staff, and students on campus. If you are a student and you register, you will automatically be entered to win many raffle prizes, including AirPods, a Nutribullet blender, and a Starbucks gift card. To register online, go to www.medbarhealth.com slash curry-college. Make sure you have your insurance information upon registration. Stay up to date with your Curry email with more information coming soon and join Curry in being a flu fighter. All right, so we've made you wait long enough to reveal the matchups in round two of the best of Curry bracket. You know which teams will be moving on, but here is who's facing each other, going head-to-head to try to make their way into the final. In the first matchup, it's the 2019-20 women's ice hockey team who wound up with 205 total votes yep. versus the 2015 conference championship baseball team. Let's go. That's 185 total votes there in round one. Wow, so that is my pick. Versus Chris's pick. Let's go, baseball. In the second matchup, it's the 2008 men's soccer season going 16-5-3, wound up with 210 total votes. Most of those coming from Instagram. So if you're voting on Instagram, 
Way to go. Keep it up. A lot of votes coming off of Instagram. They are going up against Emily Irwin's career, class of 2019, wound up with 111 votes. However, Clay, those are both your picks. <laughs> yes, I'm going to be honest with you. I think I have a good chance at winning this match. <laughs> <laughs> so. I'd say that's a solid match. <laughs> All right. Thank you, John Madden. <laughs> yes. All right. In the third matchup, we've got the 2019 volleyball team against Jack Vallely's 50-year coaching career. That's my pick again versus Chris's pick. Let's go. Two matchups for you guys. And then in the final matchup, the two remaining competitors, it's the 2019 cheerleading team who wound up with the most votes overall out of any competitor in round one. They're going up against the 1991 women's soccer team who also won the conference. And it looks like we've got another conundrum because those Mm -hmm. would be two of my picks. And because I don't like when my competitors face off against each other, it just, it's same here, doesn't make for good drama. Hmm. Clay. Yes. I'd like to propose a trade. I think. Really? I think. <laughs> Do you now? Yeah. So maybe to spice things up a little bit, I am proposing that we trade the 1991 women's soccer team and Emily Irwin's career. So neither of us have to face <sighs> ourselves. Right, you know? Exactly. But see, both moments are absolutely amazing. Right. So what you're offering me is your 1991 championship yeah. for my career of Emily Irwin. And you know how much my championship teams mean to me. All five of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have a lot of them. I did. I got lucky. I had four of my picks move on here. So as, as a show of good faith, I oh, figured yeah. I'd give you a championship team. You know what, Paul? I'm going to accept your trade here. All right. Only for the entertainment aspect here. Yeah. Because <laughs> Emily Irwin's career is very hard to beat. Absolutely. But I am getting a championship in return. So, and I mean, Emily, if you're listening, welcome to Team Paul. And I think we can get you to the final. Now, matchup two is still going to be the 2008 men's soccer season, which is Clay's pick versus my newly acquired pick of Emily Irwin's record-breaking career. Like, see, but championship, though. Sure, yes. And then in matchup four, I will retain the 2019 National Championship cheerleading team. (laughs) So now that we've announced your official Elite Eight matchups here, all four of them will be going head-to-head. The voting on social media will still apply here, so get your votes in on all of the social media platforms. Curry Colonel's Instagram, Curry Colonel's Twitter, and the Curry College Athletics Facebook page. Again, two weeks starting tomorrow, Saturday, one vote per day per social media platform. Yeah, we're going to be doing things a little bit differently here in round two since there are only two teams per matchup on Instagram. We're going to be switching over to polls. So don't comment. We're actually going to be shutting commenting off on those posts. But if you go to our story, We're going to be putting up polls for each of the four matchups, and you can vote there on Facebook and Twitter. It's going to be the same. We'll continue to do polls on Twitter, and then you can continue to leave comments on Facebook to cast your votes. I'm very excited for this Elite Eight matchup. I am too. Yeah, let's Let's go. Who moves on into the final four? Yeah, I am super excited to see who makes the final four of the best of Curry Bracket in two weeks on episode seven. While you're casting your votes, remember to make smart decisions, wear your mask. Chris, you got anything to add to that? Yeah, I mean, as Paul said, we have to uh, hashtag keep Curry safe, keep wearing your masks, and socially distance, and be safe. In a recent statement from Provost Sherbaki, 
he said, in following the local and national news and quickly learning that colleges and universities have taken center stage as a source of COVID hotspots, we need to continue to follow our health and safety protocols, avoid situations such as parties and social gatherings where participants are more likely than not to let their guard down and stay focused on academic priorities. Yeah, and that's the big bullet point right there at the end. Despite having a lot of things to focus on right now, we've got to make sure we don't let our guard down. Don't get too comfortable. Stay focused on the end goal of staying on campus, finishing out this semester strong, and keeping ourselves and our fellow students, faculty, staff member, whatever it may be, keeping everybody safe and healthy. And as you guys are getting in your votes for the next two weeks with polls on Instagram and Twitter and commenting on Facebook, be sure to let us know what you think of the podcast. Like we said, this podcast is for you, the listener, and your opinions are very important to us. Be sure to check us out on any platform where you get your podcasts. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and of course, Overcast. So be sure to check us out. And as always, be sure to cash your vote and check us out on all of our official social media platforms on Facebook by typing in Curry College Athletics and typing in the handle Curry Kernels on the Instagram and Twitter page. And as always, be sure to check out our official YouTube page by typing in Curry Athletics. And of course, please continue to vote. Your votes are powering our bracket. We can't do it without you guys. So please start voting. Saturday, the 26th, that'll run through October 5th, which will be a Monday, and then we will reveal our finalists in the Best of Curry Bracket on Episode 7. Thank you for listening to Episode 5. We will give you an update next week in Episode 6 as to how voting has been going in Round 2. We'll let you know how big of a lead Emily Irwin has over the 08 men's soccer team. Whoa, 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 whoa. (laughs) I'd say. Just you wait and see. And we'll let you know who's leading in all four round two matchups. Please continue to listen. Continue to vote. Thank you guys very much. We'll see you later. See you later. See ya.